And I'm Marin. Although we've come to, to the, the end of the road. Man, Boys starting men. off with a jam. I know, but I'm sad. I always get sad when we come to the end of our like limited series. Today's our last mom's episode. Yeah, but there's comfort in knowing that they're going to live on forever in our hearts. I guess. Yeah. I know what will fix this problem. What? Solve, ease the pain. What? Let's talk about what we're fangirling over. Okay, it does always help. First and foremost, I feel like I need to pre-apologize. I didn't get a lot of sleep last night. You know I require like a minimum of 10 hours. <laughs> I got five. Things could get dicey in this episode. That's all I have to say. But I am fangirling over two totally <laughs> random things. One is I have this brilliant idea for a web series oh, that yes. I feel like you would love. I mean, I don't feel like you would love it because of the subject matter. But essentially, it's like if you've listened to this podcast for long enough, you know that I am, one, not cool. And two, <laughs> like think that everyone is like very kind and great and like I'm not scared of strangers. In fact, I think that strangers are wonderful. And so I have this idea to travel around the world and try and buy drugs in, like, different locations. And I know nothing about drugs. Like, I've never done drugs. And I would just be like, hey, hi, excuse me, um, where could I find some cocaine? And, like, I just feel like that would be funny, like, three-minute episodes. And then producer Bob suggested that it should be called Hi on Marin. And just like, hi. Genius. I know. It was genius. I think I'm going to be in the show as well, but I'm just going to follow you and be like, Marin, this isn't a good idea. Or like, this isn't safe. Or I don't want to talk to people. You're like my like my good angel the whole time. Um, or like, yeah, do it. Let me film you. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Or you just encourage me and then I end up unlocked up abroad. Um, and then I'm also fangirling over and pre-fangirling. My anticipation levels are high. Big news, guys. Big updates. I'm going to get eyelash extensions. I think it might be life-changing. I'll give you an update I'm next week after I do I'm using you as a guinea pig. I know. So if I go I'm blind. I'm intrigued, but I want to know what it's really like. I mean, if I go blind, like, I'll let you know. It'll be hard for I me mean, to I'll, text you. I will know. I'll tell Siri. I'll ask Siri to text you. Um, but I think it could be life-changing. I just feel like I have the jade roller, so, like, my face is looking great. It saved my life this morning, by the way. And then if I get eyelash extensions, then it's like, what else do I got to do? I have questions, though. Okay. Don't you have to get them refilled quite you often? Do. And they fall out easily? Mm, I'm uncertain as to the upkeep. I'm just jumping yeah, I'm just in blindly. I'm not sure if it's worth the money. I don't know. I want them. Stay tuned, guys. Next week, I'll give you a full update on whether or not this is in a life-affirming decision or whether or not it was terrible and I'm blind. Um, what are you fangirling over? Um, well, similar to last week. Okay. <laughs> update. update. Speaking of updates. I saw Beauty and the Beast again. Again. And I'm going to fangirl over it again. The same thing? That doesn't feel original. Well, you mean like the same specific thing? Yeah, the CGI Well, beast. I will confirm the Beast is so much hotter. Hotter than, than last time? I don't understand how it's – because obviously, it, what, it's like Dan Stevens wearing a suit with, like, the green balls and they, like, made him I guess so. a Beast. That's what I'm assuming. But the body type is so different. It's mm. like – it's really like Joe Manganiello is wearing a fur suit. <laughs> <laughs> that genuinely made me laugh. And, like, Sophia Vergara's like, hey, you look great. Yeah, I don't understand – the technology I need to see the making of, so okay. I'm obviously going to buy the Blu-ray. Uh -huh. But a couple of things I will say, 
I forgot to mention the stuff actually bothered me in this movie. Uh-huh. Um, one being, this happens in the animated version too, but Belle is never dressed warm enough for the snow. Mm, that would bother me too. I was freezing in the movie theater. How yeah. is Belle not cold in the snow? I completely agree. I understand. And then the ending credits is very cheesy and terrible. Ooh. Oh, and I cried during Be Our Guest. You did? Because I was just, <laughs> I was thinking like, they did. They cared so much. Like they did this right. They did not want to upset anyone, and they did <laughs> like such Disney, a good job. Disney cared so much. Yeah, that's where you're okay. You weren't crying because the scene was emotional. You were just like, you know what? I feel like John Lasseter or whoever was doing this did a really great job. Thanks, yeah. guys. Like just so much love was put into it to not disappoint people that love the original. I appreciate that. You know, I hate when people remake stuff and then it's shitty and then you get really upset about it. Yeah. So thanks, Disney. They just added to it, I think. They didn't Ooh. take away. So, And All that's right. rare. Do you think you'll fangirl about it three weeks in a row? Do you think you're going to see it again? Mm, I don't know. No, I don't know if I would ever. pay like a full price, maybe a matinee. Ooh, okay. But never. someone still never. hasn't seen it. Someone still hasn't seen Get Out. I know. I know. I've... Clearly been working hard on my web series idea. <laughs> my priorities <laughs> are in other places. Um, okay, I feel like that's maybe a good transition into today's topic. Love no one but no children. On that front, a mother has no choice. There's the Lannister. She is the fierce and fierce motherhood with that's that some, That's some real mama bear shit. Uh, yeah. Um, so basically, guys... You know, you've been with us through the decades, through the journey uh, that is motherhood. The time travel. The time travel. And, you know, moms throughout history have been caretakers. They've been colorful. They've seemingly had it all. They have been deeply flawed, as we learned last week. And I think what we see today is really kind of a hybrid of all of this. They're no longer defined by their motherhood, but redefining it. Ooh, so eloquent. Mm, of you. Thank you. Um, I do feel like, though, it's kind of hard to put a bow around all of these moms, but I do feel like there are some natural groupings that we're seeing on television today. First and foremost are the badass moms. We're talking Jimma Teller, mm-hmm. Cookie Lion, mm-hmm. and Cersei Lannister. Yes. Okay. So I know we're going to get somebody that, like, sends us an email or please send us an email. That'd be great. Um, <laughs> that sounded or, so sad and lonely. <laughs> or comments. You can comment. About Cersei, right? Like, obviously, she's not a mom of the 2000 teens. Uh, we don't know the time period necessarily of Game of Thrones. Also, I feel like someone is going to comment at me who has read Fire and Ice and they will tell me the year, but I don't know it. But we have to talk about her. It's like the most popular show on television that someone doesn't watch. Don't watch it. Why? I don't know. It doesn't interest me at all. I'm sorry. Maybe someday. Maybe someday? What do you mean? Okay. I will agree. I was real slow to the train and now I'm super addicted to it. It's great. I mean, we did mention last episode I was watching Bunheads, guys. Yeah, so... Game of Thrones isn't my wheelhouse. (laughs) Your bar is low. (laughs) Um, But we have to talk about her. So, you know, Cersei in particular is... She's just not to be messed with, and she is strong to the nth degree with, like, a serious dose of violence, manipulation, and cunning. Like, she will do... Anything. The three things like that make a good mom. 
right there. Violence, <laughs> manipulation, and cunning. Uh-huh. Yeah, definitely. She's super, super embodying those. Um, but she will literally do anything for her children, including murder and mass destruction. And so what else do you need? I mean, I'm not watching Game of Thrones, but I'm nodding my head in agreement. Yeah. Like, these are motherly qualities These are that very I motherly for. qualities. Same with Gemma Teller. So Sons of Anarchy. Like, she run that show. Like, she is very much badass, a lot of leather, a lot of, like, don't fuck with me and my kids. Very, very aggressive. And then Cookie, I mean, Cookie is Cookie. Yeah. Like, the fashion, too. Oh, yeah. So much fur. So much leopard. Um, but she, I mean, she's not afraid to, like, hit her kids. Like She's if like a badass, and she's super glamorous. Yeah, which is really, you know, really great. Um, but I do feel like all of these moms, like, under no circumstances should you mess with them. And, like— Or their family. Or their family, because it's just not going to end well for you. And, like, they are also— they're plotting like they're they're not necessarily like the most upstanding uh, citizens, um, but they are mothers first and foremost, and they will fight to the death for <laughs> their children. One hundred percent. I also feel like I have. Um, they're also kind of scary, very different than yeah, like I a, wouldn't want them to be my mother. No, very different than like a Lois Wilkerson situation. Um, but yeah, I do, you could still live with Lois. <laughs> you could definitely live with Lois. Lois works at like the grocery store. She's not going to have she you has, murdered. She like, has more of a heart, I'd say. A yeah. bigger heart. Lois Wilkerson's probably not going to say something like this. Tears aren't a woman's only weapon. The best one's between your legs. Learn how to use it. My oh. eyebrows. You were just like, <laughs> literally, literally going, like, whoa, what? Seriously, coming out with the big guns. Like, she's... She's firing on all cylinders all the time. She's always trying to, like, get her family to the top. She wants her kids to be at the top, and she will do anything to get them there. Anything. You have to watch the show. I'm so upset that you I haven't will. seen it. I will. After I watch something worse mm-hmm. than Buttheads, I'm sure. Something something worse. What's worse? Is there Bunheads. anything worse? Probably. There's a lot of baby daddy. Oh, God. I'm not going to go that far. <laughs> okay. So we have our badass moms, right? Next. I feel like I feel like what we have is essentially mom 2.0, right? So she's kind of a continuation of what we've seen in the past kind of through the decades, but sort of mixing in a lot of different things. Um, a perfect example of those, the current ABC moms. Pretty much. Yeah. Rainbow Johnson, mm-hmm. Claire Dunphy, mm-hmm. Frankie Heck. Yes. So you have uh, blackish uh, modern family and the middle. Yes. All of those moms, some of them work, some of them stay at home, some have idiot dads, some are a mess, but they're all essentially like true partners to their husbands, and they are very, very committed mothers. You Do you just want to talk about Tracy Ellis Ross? You want to yeah, talk about Rainbow Johnson? <laughs> like, we'll get to her, but okay. I love Tracy Ellis Ross. Yeah, she's delightful. She. Since Girlfriends, mm-hmm. I remember lo- loving to watch Girlfriends. I did too. Mm-hmm. On like sick days. Is it on school. UPN? Yeah, and CW. Okay. Both like when it transitioned. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and I love her style. Follow her on Instagram. All I want to do is you know, take a Tracy Anderson workout class with her and then play dress up. <laughs> that's it? Yeah. Do I mean, you- that's what she does in her daily life. Right. So I just want to like assist in that. And I... 
I um, I watched like all of Modern Family at the beginning. I actually watched all of the middle um, at the beginning as well, and I'll wa- like catch the new episodes here or there. I haven't actually watched a ton of Blackish. I have. My roommate watches it. Yeah, um, and I have also watched it for my work. Yeah, again and real jobs. It's People probably my favorite ABC show. Oh yeah, yeah. And why? What makes her like such a great mom on that show? Well, she. She's just kind of funny in uh-huh. her own way, uh, but she is kind of desperate for her children's approval. Right. Uh-huh. But she and wants to be involved, but she's kind of dorky. I don't know, kind of in the same vein as Marge Simpson, but not as bad, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. And she's a career woman. Yeah. Anesthesiologist. Mm-hmm. Hard word to say. Yeah. You did it. I did Good it. Job. Good job. We're, this <laughs> podcast is over. Nailed the word. You said anesthesiologist. <laughs> Ooh, tough. Um... And I just, I love the way she communicates with her family. She's mm-hmm. pregnant again right now on the show. Yeah. So how many is that? Like her fifth kid? Five. Five kids. It's crazy. And right, people are quick to say it's like a modern day Huxtables, right? Yeah. But uh, I read a good quote that it was like, this is a show about a family which doesn't happen to be black. Like the Cosby show. Yes. Like, this is a modern-day black family. Like, this is their lives. Mm-hmm. And then they tackle, like, a lot of, they did, like, Black Lives Matter and the yep. election. Mm-hmm. And those episodes are all really good. Yeah. Didn't Michelle Obama say that Blackish is her favorite show? Yeah. Uh, Michelle Obama is the ultimate queen. <laughs> Pretty much. So, yeah. She's amazing. And then, so you have Bo, you have Rainbow Johnson, desperately sort of wanting her children's approval, but being a really great mom and, like, being a great partner to Dre. And then on Modern Family, I think I think you could say in a lot of ways Modern Family is at least Phil and Claire are a little bit like Tim the Toolman Taylor and Jill Taylor a little bit because it's like Phil's kind of a huge idiot. And without Claire, like everything falls apart. And she's super type A and like very structured and a little rigid and kind of manic at times. But like she's very much the glue that keeps that it's family together. It's funny that a character that is the glue— and isn't, like, the comedic relief or an outstanding, like, performer. Uh-huh. Wins so many Emmys for her character. Oh. Are you throwing Emmy shade? I mean, a little bit. But also, this is, I'm, curiosity. Like, what's going on? Yeah. It's quite the cast. It's, like, season eight or nine of that show. Still funny. I like it. It's great. And then you have Frankie Heck. So the middle, I feel like, is one of those shows that's a little bit of like a little engine that could. I do feel Indiana. Like more snaps to Indiana. It just keeps piling up. Um, I feel like a lot of people probably don't even know that the show is still on in a lot that's of ways. That's true. But it is, I didn't know. <laughs> it's sneaky been on for like eight years. I think it came out the same year that Modern Family did. So they've been on the, the same amount of time. But it's actually a very charming show. And the one thing I love about Frankie Heck, and I do actually think people say the same thing, it's a little bit of a modern day Roseanne. She's not oh, interesting. as yeah. She is not as sort of crass as no. Roseanne is, but she is equally a mess. And they're, you know, sort of a, a lower class, like working class family in Indiana. And but somehow she's kind of like willing her family forward. And then <laughs> I found this really amazing clip because I feel like it perfectly embodies really just Frankie Heck in general and just the notion of kind of like messy moms. I'm going to play it. 
I'm sorry, but I can no longer keep silent. You can't do this. Every year the kids can just perform. Now all of a sudden there's secret drawings and fuzzy math and interrogations without a parent present. It's ridiculous. Look, I understand you're upset, and I know every parent cares about their oh, kids. Oh, that's where you're wrong. I don't. I forget to pack their lunches. I put stars on calendars and can't remember what they're for. I'm not a helicopter parent. I'm a couch. I'm a self-driving couch that just watches TV. So I think that when a parent who has a history of sucking as much as I do takes the time to show up, you better stand up and take notice. I am cramming 10 years of not caring into this one fight. My kid is gonna sing at that ceremony or I will burn this place to the ground. I just really love the line, I am not a helicopter parent, I am a couch. <laughs> like, <laughs> at first listen, you may wonder, is that Deborah Brown? Uh, yes, it is. <laughs> Patricia Heaton just sneaky working for like 20 years straight. Like she's been on both those I shows. I bet it's this crazy. mom is much more fun for her to play, though. Probably because she's the she's the star of the show. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I just I appreciate her honesty. I appreciate her like, you know what? Sometimes I don't know what's going on with my kids. A lot of times I don't care. They're frustrating. I'm frustrated, but I'm still going to show up when it's important. And that's basically what she's doing. And I do feel like that's very Roseanne, but it is a little bit more like modern and yeah. fresh. A little more ABC. A little more ABC. Um, I don't know. I'm a, I'm a fan of her. I think she's great. I think it's a good, it's something good to have on TV because much like Roseanne, it's probably very helpful for a lot of kind of overworked, tired moms to be like, thank you. Thank you. Another ABC show that's newer, um, American Housewife. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about that? So I've seen a couple episodes. I really like the lead actress. Um, I think she's really great. I do think it's a little bit like, well, I'm fat. Everyone's skinny. And it's like, yeah. can you make a show out of that? But again, I do appreciate. Here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to throw some judgment real quick. I think for a very long time. We, everyone's like, you know what? Like, no, I just like made this like caprese salad and this soap from these like recipes I found on Pinterest. And it's like, who has time caprese for that? Caprese salad and soap. That's what <laughs> I'm bringing know. to my next party. <laughs> Those are two things that I thought of. And it's just like, it feels so fake and like artificial. And it's like, yes, there are some people who that is their skill set. And that is amazing. Kudos to them for like the homemade, you know, birthday treats that they make for their kids every year. Most people, one, don't have time for that, two, don't have the skill set for that, and three, are just like, I don't care enough. Like, whether I made these cookies versus whether I bought them at the store, they're still cookies. There's still sugar that we shouldn't be eating. But it's just like, I appreciate the sort of real life of like, ugh, ugh. I have seen some of the more recent episodes. Uh -huh. And it kind of focuses on, like, those perfect moms kind of crumbling a little bit. Yeah, so like I think there salad is soap some storyline happening, but mm -hmm. uh, gonna, I'll, we, I'll watch it if it's on. Okay. You'll I'll keep, seek it out. I'll keep checking in. But I do, I like the character. I like the realness of her as a mom that's like, I don't have time for all this. This is boring. I don't have time for all this stuff. I'm just trying to love my kids. I'm not trying to impress other people. Um. Okay, and then... I think kind of our last category, it's it's a little bit of a cop-out. It's where I shine. It's where you shine. Uh, it's our miscellaneous moms that don't really, they don't really fit either of these molds. They're not a badass. They're not mom 2.0. Who They're are they? the best moms. Who two of they? my favorite current moms, Linda Belcher and Christine Baskets. Yes. Two very different moms, but, I mean, wonderful and delightful in their own way. 
What do you got about him? Well, first of all, these characters are both played by men. Right. Which so is, I don't know what to say or what that says about me. But groundbreaking territory for moms. They yeah. can be men. Like, that's a whole new thing. And they're We've just, never seen before. They're done so well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Linda Belcher is voiced by John Roberts. and the of, ca- So of Bob's Burgers. Maybe some yes. people don't know. If you don't know, what are you doing? <laughs> um, <laughs> now Natalie's the one throwing some shade. <laughs> Um, like I watch Bob's Burgers, not Game of Thrones. Okay. Um, but she, she's voiced by John Roberts. Okay. Uh, the character is inspired by his own mother. Amazing. Um, this is one of my favorite moms. She's crazy caring. She speaks before she thinks. It's like crazy nurturing, mm-hmm. super extroverted, kind of happy-go-lucky. Just making everyone feel good about themselves, yeah. like her misfit kids. I can get behind are that. Are very confident in themselves. Mm-hmm. That's good. And she's just crazy. And she's always making up weird songs. Ooh, I can get behind that. Of course, this. I found one. I'm the cranberry sauce. We're having mashed potatoes. Ooh, the turkey looks great. Lynn. Thank you for loving me. Lynn. Thank you for being there. Oh, God. Everyone's thanking. Lynn. The whole world's thanking you. Stop. Thanking Lynn. us for thanking Stop. you. Lynn. Kill the turkey. Please. I liked it. <laughs> In case you didn't understand, that's about Thanksgiving. I could get into that. She's mm-hmm. very theatrical. Anything with a theater improv she's she loves she's very flamboyant yes which is like not necessarily the same as your other favorite mom christine baskets also played by louis anderson again fx also inspired by his own mother oh really yeah huh i didn't know that yeah interesting what do you like about christine or why do you think she's like a very interesting mom of today well It's one of the most, for a man playing a woman, Mm -hmm. it's one of the most realistic portrayals of, like, a Midwestern-esque mom Mm -hmm. I've ever seen. Yes. So I've actually never seen the show, despite the fact that they film at the Arby's by your house. I don't know why I haven't watched it. That Arby's. That Arby's. That Arby's is Arby's. Mm -hmm. Baskets Arby's is delicious. Um, But I, I, after seeing these clips of Christine, I get it. I I'm in. I'm in on baskets. I want to go back and watch it. Yeah, I have. It was for some reason there aren't many clips of her moments online, but I did find one where she's giving a, a home tour, okay. which is very nice. Here's your old room. It's my personal gym now. You probably don't want that. Oh, this will work. Well, there's Dale's room, you know. Well, there's cats in there, though. You want to see my cats? Sure. Here they are. That's Ronald Reagan. He's in Angora. And uh, that's Tip O'Neill. Oh, there's a feral cat. That's Will Farrell. And then we've got the twins' room. Oh, Martha, I've got to show you the twins' room. This is the new twins' room, Cody and Logan. Uh-huh. Trophy, trophy, trophies. Wow. <laughs> Mostly in baseball, but they're DJs now, successful oh. DJs. Yeah, sometimes I come in and lay on the bunk. Just to remember them? Yeah. <laughs> also, the show takes place in Bakersfield, California, but Louis Anderson's from Minnesota. Yeah. So that's where that Midwest feel what comes up? from. I mean, you know how much I like a good pun. So, like, the Will Ferrell, Feral Cat is just maybe my favorite thing. But his goal is to play her super real, not like a cartoon, like, I'm a man dressed as a woman. Yes. Um, and the fact that Christine Baskett's loves Costco. 
Yeah. Like that just seals the deal. Right. She's always talking about Kirkland products uh-huh. and going to Costco, and it's great. Yeah. And it's, uh, again, like very, you know, flawed character, but incredibly empathetic. Like all of these things are kind of things we've seen in the past, but I think moms on TV today are really – they're kind of picking picking the best of what we've seen in the past and, like, reinventing it and making it, you know, kind of new yeah. for TV today. And just the way he tells those stories, like, kind of like a rambling on. Yeah. I can't tell you how many people I've met that have that talk like that. Yeah. Have given me a tour very similar to that. <laughs> um, but he, she's always, like, critiquing Chip, her son, okay. Zach Galifianakis, uh-huh. but yet she's protecting him she loves him deep down yeah so i don't know that comes across and it's just great if you aren't watching baskets do it shout out shout out to baskets okay so i mean that's kind of where we are with moms on tv today um you know we've teased it all along i know my mom has been waiting for this moment my mom i'm kind of nervous that she's not going to respond as well to, to maybe what I have to say, but it still has to be discussed. So which TV mom or moms is your mom the most like? I figured it out. Are you dabbing? No, I like dabbing. I'm not dabbing. I was uh-huh. dancing. Okay. Different. <laughs> Different. <laughs> Different. Uh-huh. But you're um, pumped. You figured it out. You cracked yeah. the net that is your mom. Okay. My mom has so much Linda Belcher in her. Really? It's ridiculous. Uh-huh. She's the kind of person that makes up those songs. And my dad and I are like, what are you doing? Uh Um, And every time, because they watch the show as well. So even my dad will be like, oh, my God, it's your mom. Like, (laughs) it's too much. I love that. So I see, like, if I had a pie graph, the majority, like 50% Linda Belcher. Uh And then maybe like a 25, maybe more than that, Roseanne. Ooh, okay. What are the Roseanne qualities that are your mother? She's not afraid to make, like, a wisecrack or maybe, like, a snarky comment, Uh I think, once in a while. Um, And then there's a pinch, so the smallest part of the graph, so she's not offended. But there's some Lorelai Gilmore in there. Like I'd say more the positive qualities than the negative. Like the friend. Yeah, the friend. Maybe a little Cindy Walsh because, like, she's involved with all my friends, Mm -hmm. that kind of thing. Yeah. But we're super close, so I would say... A little Lorelai in there. That's a good combination. I think so. It's pretty fun. I feel like those are all positive. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't take it. Better not be. I think those are great. So my mom, you know, and I alluded to this in the past, uh, one of our past episodes, the 70s and 80s episode. My mom definitely has some strong Claire Huxtable in her, which I think is a huge compliment. Yeah. Um, You know, my mom suffers no fools. Um, She was always just like, deal with it. Like, that was kind of, like, her mantra, like, which sounds a little bit harsh, but it it really wasn't, and it's kind of taught me to just be like, all right, like, move forward. Um, But she was very much a career woman. Um, You know, she was incredibly successful. She has, you know, multiple college degrees, multiple master's degrees. Like, my mom's a badass in that way. And she was great. She was awesome. She was very much, like, setting the bar of, like, women can have it all, like, very Mm -hmm. aspirational. I will say, after watching some of these Christine Basket clips— my mom has like a tiny little dose of Ooh, that. I love that in her, and it's not just the Midwest. It's I think, you know, there's like a little bit of like maybe a touch of like passive aggressive or just like, but she's always, you know, she's she likes to kind of like brag about me or like whatever. Like I I can envision her yeah. with her friends being a little bit like that. 
Um, and then, you know, there's probably honestly a little sliver of probably like a a Carol Brady, actually, in that my mom loves to like, you know, keep everybody together. She loves to be helpful. She loves to be involved. And she's incredibly positive, uh, which I think is a very great attribute and probably is where I got my like unicorns and rainbows disposition. Um, and, <laughs> hi, I'm Maren. Hi, hello. Um, Want to talk? And I, I very much get that from my mom. So I feel like it's pretty good. Yeah. Our mom should be flattered. Should be complimentary. Um, but so we've talked about who our moms are most like, but we haven't talked really about who are our ultimate moms. Should we play a game of mom squad? You guys, I've been so excited to play mom squad (laughs) this whole time. I think you talked about it in the teaser episode. We hadn't talked about it ahead of time. And I was like, oh, yes. (gasps) I want to do this. And you asked me before we started recording, like, have you decided on your mom squad? Nope. I am unprepared. So let's see what happens. You're just going to fly? Yep. Off the cuff, huh? Okay. So as a refresher, Squads consist of three other members, including yourself. These are. You're so excited to say the rules. I'm like sweating. Well, hello. I just talked about my <laughs> unicorns and rainbows disposition. My mom loves rules too. Where do you think I get that from? Um, but so these are people that you're likely already friends with in your imagination, um, and they're just they're wonderful. It's like who do you want to spend time with? Who do you who do you, who's adding to your group? Right? Mm-hmm. Do you want to go first? Or do you want me to go first? Are you like ready to go? Yeah, obviously I have bullet points. All right, you can go. <laughs> I think I think I've got mine, but go ahead. Okay. So, this is interesting because it pulls a little bit from what we just talked about. Okay. So, mom number one in my mom squad is Claire Huxtable. I've talked about it ad nauseum. I love her. I, I think love- she'd be super inspiring as a yes. friend, and I feel like she'd also be very encouraging. But it's like if you were like making out with the wrong kind of boy, she would be like, "Listen, girl." This guy's not good for you. Like, she'd get up in your face when you needed it. She's strong. She's independent. She's smart. She's graceful. Like, who doesn't want that kind of energy around you? Everyone wants that. She also can rock a mean power suit, which I definitely appreciate. She would help you buy power suits. Yes. Where does one get one? I need to know, Claire. Um, Okay. Number two is a throwback all the way to our first episode, and that's Laura Petrie. From the Dick Van Dyke Show. Oh, man. And Tyler Moore. I know. Which, again, we've talked about, like, Mary on the Mary Tyler Moore Show would be very cool, too, but she's not a mom. The thing I like about Laura is that she was very fun, energetic. She had a great fashion sense with those capri pants. So it's like, when I'm not wearing my power suit, I want to be wearing. Or you could wear capri pants with a blazer with shoulder pads. You did it. You just made a new better fashion. power suit. Fashion. Um, but I, they were always singing and dancing. I love that energy around me. I need somebody to, like, go out with, and she feels like she would be the fun mom to go out with. And then my third mom in my mom squad. I feel like you said so many. I said two. I said two <laughs> <No>. people. <laughs> my third mom in my mom squad is Roseanne. And the reason why, one, I just want to borrow that chicken egg shirt uh, that's a must. We also learned today that there was also a chicken and egg apron. I need to do some more research into this chicken and egg. It seems like it was a thing. Dan wore it. Dan wore it. I, I need to know if they got him as a family because how did Dan fit in it and also Darlene fit in it? I don't oh. understand. Yeah, maybe they were like a Christmas gift one year. Like family of the magic sweatshirt. <laughs> like 
It's like a weird traveling pants situation. I tried to like just plus that joke and I couldn't. It was perfect. You delivered it perfectly. <laughs> um, but the reason I would want Roseanne in my mom's squad is that much a little bit like Claire Huxtable, but with a different delivery, she's going to give it to me straight. Like if I don't look cute, she's going to tell me. Um, she also really understands what's important, right? And I think she's very family first. She's fiercely protective and loyal. I'm all about that. And I also feel like she's very resourceful. <laughs> like, if I couldn't figure something out, Roseanne's going to help me figure it out. And I appreciate that about her. And she's sassy. Everyone needs some yeah. sass. Yeah. I mean, maybe I put Roseanne in mine. <gasps> I don't know. Did you? Yeah. All right. Who's your squad? Who's All your right. mom squad? I'll start with Roseanne because I also did it mm-hmm. for similar reasons. Yes. You need that one friend who is going to be super sarcastic and mm-hmm. always give it to you straight. Yeah. And my second mom, Rainbow. Wow, just throwing Rainbow in there. I didn't know that you had this love for her. Yeah, I love her. She's great. She's a good mom. I feel like she'd be kind of like a Claire Huxbull in like an inspiring way, Mm -hmm. but she's also very down-to-earth and very fun. Mm -hmm. Like she likes to party, get down once in a while. Yeah, and she looks great in scrubs. Yeah. That's an underappreciated quality. She's like nailed like the casual Style, yeah, which I, I can't really, figure it out. really appreciate. Mm-hmm. And on that same level is Linda Belcher as my third for my squad. <laughs> you were just holding them all in until the '90s and today. Like you just wanted yeah. all those. I don't think I want to be friends with. But you love Shirley Partridge. You know, I thought about it. Uh-huh. You just got really like, <laughs> I know, I know. I got like very talk show interview. <laughs> I thought about it, but I don't. She'll be traveling with her family band all the time. Oh, she doesn't have time she doesn't for you. She doesn't have time for me. I get that. How many kids does she have? Five, six? Yeah. I mean, Rainbow does too, but she makes time for people. She's not also a momager. She's not. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also made a second squad, if I'm allowed. A side squad? Yeah. Uh, like if I'm just feeling super cool, All right. I will hang out with Samantha Stevens of Bewitched, oh, yeah. Lily Munster of the Munsters, and Morticia Adams of the Adams Family. That's like your creepy witch squad. That's like yeah. your Halloween squad. But I feel like everyone should have some kind of creepy witch squad, just in case. Yeah. I mean, do you want them to, like, do magic for you? Obviously. Yeah. Would you just want to, like, sit in and listen to what they had going on, or would you be an active participant in this squad? I think it would be me being quiet. I was actually, while you were asking, I was like, how would I dress <laughs> hanging out with these three? You know what those ladies like, though, probably? A wig. I feel yeah. like that's what you could bring to the table. Finally. Your wig collection. That is that's one of my strong <laughs> points. Your strong that's why people hang out with me. Is your wig collection. Yeah. Um, that's a good side squad. I don't hate it. It's very fun and eclectic. Um, I'll allow it. I like it. So, is that it? We did it. Our Another moms. one. Another one in the books. But, ah, oh, these moms still live with us forever. It will be interesting to see kind of like where moms go from here, right? Like, do we just kind of continue, you know, or do we just like, we get into a place where we kind of revert to a lot of shows that don't have, they're not a family. Yeah. You know? Do we, we just- get like... Some gay mothers oh, in the situation, like in a sitcom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, like, I mean, you have gay dads on Modern Family. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Do we have lesbian moms on TV? They tried to do it on the Disney Channel, but people lost their minds for no reason. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, I feel like in the next couple of years, we'll see a very quality either sitcom or drama that has two lesbian mothers. 
Agree. You heard it here first, guys. Fangirl Fridays, predicting the future. Um, so that's it, guys. Until next Friday, wh- where can you find us? In the meantime, you always put know, this on me I like so to I can you mess on it up. Uh-huh. Okay, Instagram, Fangirl Fridays Podcast. Yes. Twitter, FGF Podcast. Correct. And you can email us at hellofangirls at gmail.com. Yeah, we want to hear who your moms are. I want to hear, I like this combo Tell game. us about your mom. Tell us about your mom. Are you a mom? Tell Ooh. us. Tell us. We want to know. We just want to know about moms. And you know, guys, oh, big news update. We got to 30 reviews. Thank you. You guys, I was going to have an OCD like meltdown. So I appreciate yeah. it. We love the love. Thank you so much. It means the world to us. It also is very helpful. It helps other people find the podcast. So thank you. Thank you. Thank keep you. Keep sharing it. Yes. Share it. Pass all the word along. Yeah. yeah. Pass a note to Pass someone. Yeah, so next week, guys, we will update you on what our next limited series is going to be. If you have any suggestions, we're open. Please tell us. Accepting accepting applications now. Accepting applications. So until next Friday, guys. Bye. Bye.